Welcome to Dr. Karen Health Talks. I'm Dr. Karen. And today I'm going to talk about four reasons why diets fail. And many of you know, if you've been listening to me, that I do not like the word diet. But if we are going to use it, let's use it in what the word actually means, which is a manner of living. Your diet is how you live your life. Not just the food you eat, but how you move through your life. The connection with nature, your spirituality, your emotions, everything. That's your diet. But of course, most people use the word diet in terms of a restrictive uh, food plan in hopes that they will lose weight. So I'm going to talk to you about four reasons why diets fail. Now, I know you've heard many times that we used to believe that there was a very basic way to lose weight, which is to uh, take in less calories than you expend. Calories in, calories out. Well, I hope that we've all moved on from that and understand that our calories are not all the same, that food has not just biochemical properties, they also have physiological properties in terms of how they affect us personally, our brains, our genetics, our wiring. So not all calories are the same. So I really hope you understand that it's, it's so much bigger. Yes, of course, if we overeat enormously and then we just sit on the couch, we're going to put on weight. That's obvious. But to truly sustain at what I call a natural normal weight, we really have to look at something bigger than just willpower or eating list or restrictions. So let's just explore four reasons. Now, these are the four reasons that I see mostly with my clients as I work with them, either on my Sugar Buster program or to clean up their guts so that they can process food better. The first one most definitely is a short-term mindset that people think of a diet as a short-term solution to a long-term property, a long-term problem, property, problem. So short-term restrictive diets encourage you to turn your life inside out for about, what, a week or two weeks. And then what do you do? You just go back to business as usual. Yet those two weeks, they get to return these old habits because you feel deprived. That's a word that comes up a lot with my clients when they're on a restrictive diet. They feel deprived. Whenever I have someone follow an eating plan, the most important thing is you do not feel deprived. And actually, I suggest focusing on the extra things you can have. I really load up on vegetables and I I encourage people to try new vegetables and new tasty ways to have vegetables like cauliflower fried rice. If you have not tried my cauliflower fried rice recipe, go to my website, drkarenwolf.org, and then go to programs. And under Karen's Kitchen, I have all kinds of great recipes. Very simple because I'm not a cook. So a short-term mindset is one of your biggest enemies. Let's talk about a lifestyle where you can enjoy food and you can enjoy how food makes you feel and get rid of the cravings so that you don't have this brain that's continually craving the foods that are making you feel bad. The second one is caloric restriction actually restricts your metabolism. You all know this. 
The less you eat, you slow down your metabolism. You're starving yourself and our body is really, really smart. And you're setting yourself up for binging because starving people seek food. That's pretty basic psychology. When you restrict your calories below the basic amount of energy you actually need to run your body, we have a a baseline metabolic rate that we need certain amount of calories. You know, there are tests out there to find out what your basic metabolic metabolism is so you know how many calories you need just to drive basic mechanisms in your body. Then you're actually setting up yourself to restrict your metabolism. So your resting metabolic need, mine is around 13,000 calories for my height and my age and my weight. And this is how many calories my body needs for my body to actually work better. And in fact, as you are eating better food, you will find that you can eat more and lose weight. What a thought, because you're driving your metabolic engine. So I know for a lot of people, this is like, what? This is so different than the basic nutritional science, but setting a long-term mindset and not restricting calories are two of my top priorities when I work with people either on my Sugar Buster program or our Gut Matters program. The third one is caloric restriction actually sets your body up for stress, which signals this hormone called cortisol, which stores fat. So crash diets actually can make you fatter. Stress causes this body to release cortisol. And cortisol fuels the body with energy in the form of sugar. So over time, high stress levels actually create these chronically elevated cortisol levels that can actually cause increased appetite and weight gain. So one of the cornerstones of any of my programs working with people is to minimize stress. Now, we all have stress. That's normal. You might find that under stress, you actually gain weight even if you eat the same amount of food. And that's because of the hormone cortisol. Cortisol not only increases appetite, but it also puts weight on so that the body thinks that's a good form of energy to act because it thinks you're under some kind of physical stress. So it's so important to understand the role of stress Uh, Pamela Peake wrote a book called Fight Fat After 50. I don't like the name of that book. It might be Fight Fat After 40, actually. (laughs) And she talks all about the role of that hormone, stress, for a menopot. She uses the word menopot, which is the weight gain around the middle. And uh, I got to give a big shout out to one of my clients, Brenda Loeb. Hey, Brenda, if you're listening to this, who came to me with what you might call a menopot. And uh, we worked on her lifestyle and we worked on the amount of sugar that she puts in her diet and oh my gosh Brenda now she's one of my success stories on my website and she walks through life fitter and healthier and leaner than she has been in a long time through changing her lifestyle not with restrictive diets by the way and the fourth one I am going to be do a big shout out to dieting without exercising decreases your muscle mass. And this is not a good thing because muscle mass is part of your metabolic engine. So sometimes when you're on these restrictive diets, you don't want to exercise because you're so weak and then you lose muscle mass. And we've got to keep our muscle mass going. This is so important for so many things. 
Now, I, many of you follow me on Instagram. You see that I do a boot camp every day. My exercise, to be really honest, is more for my mental and emotional state and for building my muscle mass to protect my bones and to help me with flexibility and strength because I have this hashtag, strong is the new skinny. We want to be strong and all this muscle actually helps drive my metabolic engines. But I also, of course, nutrition is 80% of it. But exercise is so important to support muscle mass. And this is important not just for aesthetic reasons. It's not just because you look better when when you're leaner. But when you lose muscle, your basal metabolic rate that we talk about drops. And you don't burn as many calories. So muscle cells burn 70 times more calories than fat cells. I tell you guys, yo-yo dieting makes you lose a big part of your metabolic engine. So I hope that this has given you some ideas about why diets don't work. In fact, not only do they not work, that they're guaranteed to have an equal and opposite binge. So if you're interested in learning about my lifestyle program, in fact, all the information I've given today is in my book, Is Your Lifestyle Killing You? And uh, I really do a great outline in my book of a lifestyle plan that's based on all the elements of physical fitness, not just the food plan, but also your digestive health, your physical activity, your stress level, your sleep patterns. These all go to maintaining your natural, normal weight. And you can certainly find lots of great recipes on drkarenwolf.org forward slash Karen's Kitchen. And If you love this podcast, then certainly subscribe to wherever you're listening to this and share it with your friends. Let's get the word diets to mean what it really means, which is a manner of living, because it's all about lifestyle. So this is Dr. Karen Wolf with Dr. Karen Health Talks. Until next time. Bye for now.